the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. anyone and everyone i tell you what's a magnificent day is going on right now thursday tomorrow tfig what was that uh they used to say tgif tgif yeah same right. thing, same thing. <laughs> all right that think is friday auto. it's god yeah matic mr matic nice to have you here nice to be here smash first thing i ask you because you're an astute fellow to a certain extent right and that is based on your knowledge mm-hmm. of branding right okay Soccer team getting ready to come to St. Louis mm-hmm. based on the European model. Right. All right. They're calling it now. The name has been the St. Louis City SC. Right. SC, I would imagine, soccer stands club. for Soccer Club. Right. So what do you think about that being a young man? Because for the most part, they're going to be playing to your demographic. Right. And I, I like soccer. I do. Um or football, depending on who you ask. Mm. But um, they're 100% emulating the European model. The whole yeah. St. Louis soccer club, football club, that's a very European thing. Yes, Manchester is. football club. You know, you go to Munich, you know, very European Do you think thing. the Bosnian community will take to that uh, over in St. Louis? You know, perhaps. I, You know, I don't know all the demographics as it relates yeah. to soccer viewership. But You've ever eaten the Bosnian food? You know, I don't know if I have, actually. Delicious. Is it? Delicious. My favorite food's Indian food. Indian food, I oh, love. Yeah. I can tear up some Indian food. Man, that's where I came to love Indian food. Was Washington D.C. Oh, I bet. Had an Indian bet. place right around the corner from the radio station. Man, we used to go at plus the buffets and everything. Right. Get out of here. I like Greek food too. Greek food is the best, man. Yeah. That's where I was born. That's a country. Hey, uh, so you like the SC Soccer Club? You know, I think it. I think it's fine. Perhaps they could Can have been a little a more question? creative. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. You quit being a diplomat and just tell me yes or no. Do you see? I personally like it because I. They could be more creative. Let me. I'll have to be a little critical, but I kind of like the fact that it's almost a nod to European soccer clubs. Yes, I, indeed. I personally like that. It is. That's yeah. pretty cool to me. Yeah. See, I would have called it if you want to put the nod to the European clubs. I'd have called it st louis united so we could unite the city actually that's a good idea yeah i don't know why nobody calls me anymore i was going to say uh drop a big s-bomb there but man Man, that is a good idea that is good man that's fantastic isn't it yeah nobody called me and you know what they used to call me all the time and ask me smash and i give them all this consultation right i wouldn't charge them all right and i tell you what happens i'm going to give you the biggest tip of your life you ready all right let's hear it Mm mm-hmm Give them all the consultation you want, but you charge for it. I'll of course. tell you why. Because for 53 years, I did not charge. All right? And here, 
in these years? Nobody even called, man. Exactly. And you know what that means to me? Wasn't that good a consultation, but that's just me. Well, you know, if you would have charged, Dean Comer would be over at your house, and you'd have that deck with that storage facility under it. Uh, that's why I would like uh, to exactly. do it, yes. Exactly, I know. I'm going to urge you to do that uh, wherever you wind up living. All right, so the SC is is cool. All right? Yeah. Let me ask you this, man. This is the birthday of one of the greatest masterminds of mystery, one of the greatest producer directors in Hollywood and that is Alfred Hitchcock and one of the reasons I liked Alfred Hitchcock was not only the the bizarre and the macabre that he put forth as far as mysteries were concerned but you remember he used you wouldn't remember you're just a kid but he used to have these silhouettes of course and his belly protruded and I thought to myself my god I've got a future in Hollywood <laughs> you know that's what I thought as a kid when I saw this silhouette of Alfred Hitchcock, and his belly was protruding. I'm thinking, holy mackerel, number one, guy is wealthy. Oh, number yeah. two, one of the biggest names in Hollywood, and you can imagine he's probably got chicks out the wazoo, right. even with a protruding belly. That's what drove me to a career in entertainment. <laughs> and, you know, it's Alfred Hitchcock is arguably my favorite director of all really? time. As a matter of fact, when I was working this morning in the background on my iPad, I had this playing before I realized it was his birthday. Uh-huh. I had... Um, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, which was the old television program he used to, to host. Yes. Where he would, you know, do these little clips or 20-minute episodes of Life Lessons or Suspense. Oh, that was a great song. I wish I would have pulled it out, man. I, I, I can bring da, da, da. it. Okay. I can pull it up for the next break. Yeah. Okay, that's what we'll do. But Alfred Hitchcock, man, happy birthday. What have we been? Maybe 100-something. Right. Now, he was I born in 1890-something. Yeah. What nationality was he? Do you remember? I Now, don't quote me on this. I want to say he was from Eastern Europe. Yes, so, uh, like, that's hun- what I'm thinking. Hun- Probably Hungarian or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look. I want to play this guy right here because this guy made some headlines. This guy caused some controversy. And we'll talk about whether you and or I take to it or don't take to it afterwards. But this is that sheriff who told everybody, hey, if you're coming around to my office, you do not wear a mask. This morning at the Marion County, Florida Sheriff's Office, a sign at the front door causing some to do a double take. Anyone entering this facility must remove their mask. The sheriff here. Hello, Marion County citizens. I'm your sheriff, Billy Woods. Declined to talk to NBC News, but in his order, he mandates the 900 deputies and staff on his force not cover their faces for routine work, saying in part, When you are on duty working as my employee and representing my office, masks will not be worn. That sign's like encouraging people to smoke. People will die as a result of this. It's shameful that they're doing it. The order to remove masks comes just days after the biggest city in Marion County, Ocala, passed an emergency ordinance requiring everyone wear a mask when entering a business. The mayor was the lone voice who opposed that mask mandate. How much of this is a political decision over a health decision? Mine's a constitutional decision. Sheriff Billy Woods issued his no mask mandate this week on the same day Florida recorded a record 276 COVID deaths. The order announced just hours after Woods says he and other sheriffs had spoken by phone with President Trump. City Council Member Matthew Wardell. To date, 104 of our friends and family members and residents have died 
uh, related to COVID, and uh, we're trying to stop that. But the sheriff says there is no solid evidence that masks protect against coronavirus, something health experts say is false. We know that there are a few things right now available to us that can help save lives. At the top of that list right now are masks. Carrie, can the, the county ultimately override that sheriff's anti-mask order if, if it wanted to? Well, the sheriff is a constitutional officer, so if the county commission decides that they want to challenge him, it ultimately would go to court. Council member Wardell raises what he believes is an inevitable scenario where a deputy pulls somebody over, walks up to the window. The deputy's not wearing a mask. The person inside will not roll down their window, fearing they might be exposed to coronavirus, and it escalates from there. So clearly a lot of challenges and problems but also some very strong feelings by the sheriff in Marion County, Florida. I tell you what, in a way, I totally understand what that guy's doing. And yet at the same time, how do you argue, wear a mask so you don't spread the disease and or you don't catch the disease, you know? So, but this guy, and this is one of the first things I ain't uh, trying to pat myself on the back. Although if I could reach around that far, I would, uh, I said, with his mask wearing stuff, how are we going to know who the good people are? How are we going to know who the criminals are? Because now, all you need to do to be a criminal is put on a COVID mask, and you go into any bank and, you know, rob them, shoot them up, bang, bang, whatever right. the case may be, man. And no you one know? knows. I know, exactly right. That's what I'm thinking. And they got these COVID masks now. They're almost like Halloween masks with right. skeletal faces on it and all kinds of happy-go-lucky stuff on it. That's true. And all that stuff, man. So I'm just thinking to myself, this guy, I totally understand why he's saying don't wear a mask because right. he wants to look at you. Because yeah. not only that, as far as who are the criminals and who are not, but also, you know, I understand the eyes are the windows to the soul, but your face. You can see a lot. Your face, yeah. indeed, does your statement making for you. Nerves and things like exactly that. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. Because I, I know that mask that you wear where it covers one of your eyes. Right. So you're only uh, almost like a monocle. Right, You right. only look at somebody with one eye, and thus you're protecting one partial part of your face, and yet at the same time not spitting on each other any of these, uh, right. you know, uh, aromatic type things they're talking about you floating in the air. Well, I got one like that specifically because I wanted to look more like the Monopoly guy. So Very, very nice yeah. with a COVID mask. Exactly. Very quick. Salute to you, sir. I pass go and collect $200. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Time. I'm trying not to have a good time. All right. So anyway, anyway, I totally understand what this guy is doing, but you know what's right and what's wrong? Well, if this is this guy's office, is it not right for him to dictate what he wants as far as his office is concerned? But you're working for the government, so you got to kind of like play that game too. Right. So which is right and which is, is wrong? Because in a way, he is right. But in, in another way, it's like, hey, wear your mask, you know, so you're not spreading the disease and everything. So I'm going to tell you, last night I went to Deerberg's and um, I forgot my mask. Right. All right. So I, I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. I just go. I mean, everybody had masks on. For a while there, some did, some didn't. Right. Everybody had masks on. And I'm telling you what, they were looking at me like I was a criminal. Right. Serious, serious oh, I, I got my stuff and got out of there. But they were looking at me like I was a criminal. There's a lady coming on down the line, and she was looking at me as I was coming towards her in my cart, you know, and she was coming together, and she pulled like almost like she was rubbing the stuff on the shelves. That she wanted to get away from me because I didn't have a mask on, you know? And see, 
you're, you're the famous guy too. They're like, look at this guy breaking the rules. Look at Smash over yeah, here. He's above another, the rules. Thought about that. Know? Yeah, or Santa Claus. Yeah, or Santa. Look exactly. at Santa Claus breaking. That's what the, rules. the kids were thinking. Exactly you know? right. Yeah, exactly. If Santa doesn't have to wear a mask, I don't have to. That was tough, man. I felt bad, really, you know, because I I forgot my mask, and I guess I could have gone home and got it, but I didn't even think about my mask when I I should have thought about it before I came to Deerberg. So I'm to I the point know. where I just hang one. At all times in my rearview mirror, yeah. Yeah, just hanging from the rearview mirror? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's not a bad idea. I thought about that. I will uh, probably wind up doing that. That's the way to go in that way. You always have uh, your mask with you. So, anyway, that's what that story is. I got something for you on the backside here, man. It's going to be fantastic. You ever seen these uh, guys who who um, dress like women? I've been, Believe it or not, I've been to a handful of those shows. No, I have. You? I have, yeah. How can you say that as a man of faith? You know, because it's entertaining. People will tell you that, man. It's entertaining. It exactly really right. is. Yeah. Exactly right. And I tell you what, I'm closer to God afterwards than I am uh, because of the fact that I know, you know, that this is entertainment. Right. And Lord, of thank you for the entertainment. Absolutely. You know? So, see, anyway. I, I used to live in Orlando, Florida. Ah, which see, is entertainment capital. It's and it's like the drag capital of the U.S. I did too. not know that. Really, a lot of drag clubs, a lot of shows there. So you know, when I lived there, you know, and it, it's funny. You talk to people who've never been, and they're yeah. like, "What are you talking about? You went to a show like that?" My buddies and I would regularly go to these shows because they're yeah. hilarious. My yes. wife also loves the they shows. They are hilarious. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, man. Some of these guys seriously, uh, they look good, man. Uh, they look a lot better than I would. They're great that's for showmen, sure. you know. They're yeah. great, yeah, exactly right. So when we come back, we're going to get into some drag slang. Because it's a different language these people oh, yeah. use, all right? Drag slang upon our return. <laughs> it is WBGZ. Party. 
you come from but that's music hey that's right said fred i remember when they first came out with that and that was like a very controversial song because they're talking about uh a lifestyle that right. wasn't really to the fore at that particular point yeah. in time but uh here's what we're gonna do because the drag life right. i don't know if you've ever lived it the drag life is a life wherein you use a different kind of terminology oh, than for sure. the, the normal life. Have for you sure. ever been on the catwalk, by the way? You know, I haven't personally, but I have friends who have. Oh, really? I do, All yeah. Right. You have friends that walk the catwalk? I have friends who... Are they who, models? No, they're they're drag performers. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. I can only imagine your life, man. You I know, kind of envy it. At the same time, it's like, what? Some of my really good friends from college, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. One, drag. Of, one of them in particular, yeah, was really? quite famous in the Orlando drag scene, uh-huh. yeah. Well, let me ask you a quick question. I tell you what, I wish the guys, I don't know, do you know whether the guys from uh, Riverbend Talent are coming uh, in this or are they doing their show remote? You know, that's a good question. I actually they need don't to be know. listening to this. I know. Uh, anyway, but that's just me thinking out loud. I think Pig Pen, D, and Mr. Honky. And that's his, yeah, his name, and I call him Honky. It's Mr. Honky. Could do a drag yeah, special, so you know? That would be fantastic. Is yeah. there drag here in uh, Alton? You know, admittedly, I'm too new to the area to know. Oh, nice out. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> not I don't perform on the weekends or anything. Nice out, yeah. Nice out. All right, so here's what it is. Drag slang, all right? Mm-hmm. And these are all entertainers from the RuPaul show. Okay. okay? And they're going to lay down some drag slang terms. All right? I just want you to listen and put these terms in, because you never know when you be wanting to use these kind of terms. Right. All right? So right. listen to a little bit of drag slang slang and get a little smarter for it hey everybody we are the cast of rupaul's drag race all stars five and today we are defining drag slang dust it it means that your makeup is done really well and you look gorge and let's use it in a sentence y'all bitches are dusted honey (laughs) girl you look dusted tonight not to be confused with dusty which you know some girls makeup is dusty but dusted is very different (laughs) chicken cutlets Okay, uh, these are the little breasts. Actually, I'm wearing uh, two in each uh, bra cup right now. I have full-on pork loins right here. And I got in trouble uh, going through TSA with these because they are over three ounces, and it ended up on the news. Now, because of that story happening in Vegas at the McCarran Airport, you're allowed to travel with your chicken cutlets. So you're welcome. Oh, my goodness. So... Really, Derek, you're an activist. I am. That's what we're getting <laughs> down to. Everyone oh should God. be allowed God. chicken cutlets. Busted. Raggedy. Busted is raggedy. Yeah, it's just not, like the paint has chipped off, you know, is no, is not looking pristine. Girl, you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like somebody was just like running downhill and hit a brick wall. Yeah, well, she's expired. <laughs> expired. For the gods. Exclamation point. It's just the uh, emphasis at the end mm-hmm. of a sentence. 
Like she is painted for the gods. It explains like almost like a quantity or like the amount of which, like how great something is, whether the read was great, whether like the way that you served on the runway was like served for the gods. Like it, it, it's like an end game almost. Ooh, it's a verbal unit of measurement. Yeah. <laughs> cheesecake. We I heard in a movie, I think it was in Paris is Burning. She is walking for cheesecake, darling. <laughs> Luscious body, body that moves, mm-hmm. body that's delicious. Voluptuous. Full and creamy. The five G's. Good God, girl, get a grip. Or good God, get a grip, girl. That's Latrice, Latrice introduced that, didn't she? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. For somebody like me that cannot say all five G's on the same sentence because of my language barrier, I probably will punch you and you will get the message faster. (laughs) Gag. That's just like, you know, when you are gagged, when you are shocked when something, yes, when like the word and the air and the breath has been sucked out of you and you are just... That's how you want to make the children feel. But what if you don't gag? You make more money. (laughs) The entire house down. You took the house like from the shingles down to the foundation. You took it and you said, this is mine. Yeah. Boom. Earth shattering. There's nothing but the foundation left. (laughs) That that part. The realness. Oh my God, realness. Mariah Paris Balenciaga. Being passable in a heteronormative society. Yes. And I think this term is used a little bit less today. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a read, Blair? No, no, I know it's it's not as politically correct. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Blair. (laughs) All right, so there you go. A little bit of drag slang, as they call her, right? Mm -hmm. Now, Got automatic right here, smash with you right here. We've got about 10, 9, 10 terms that were used there. Right. I will ask you to use at minimal, just to make a sentence, because I asked you to pay right. attention to what is mm-hmm. a minimum, use as many as you want, but a minimum of seven of those 9, 10 terms. Mm. And let me see exactly what your acumen is when it comes to putting together the English language as is done in the drag life. Community, right. right. Exactly right. My wife messaged me, by the way. She texted me during oh, really? that segment. She's like, oh, yeah, I knew all those. She, your yeah, wife that's, did? That's what she said. Why is she not doing this? I know. That's why I always say, mouths. you know, bragging doesn't look good on you, but yeah. mm, here we are. Now, I won't tell you what they are. I want to see whether you remember what they okay. are. All right? So this is... And by the way, if uh, any of uh, you folks out there, uh, you know, are, are drag people and you find that this is wrong, what he is doing, I'm talking about uh, auto phone number right here is 618-465-1570. 618-465. Don't make me laugh. I'm trying to pull this off. All right. Four, uh, 618-465-1570. Feel free to call in to indeed straighten out the situation are you prepared sir yeah do we need some like background music i would think that would be nice do you know any music that would uh shall we say propel you to be on the catwalk something like that probably oh you yeah not me but you (laughs) certainly it seems like it fits in the vibe yeah yeah oh you're a vibist yeah let's see what you're going to do here as far as drag slang so that i the everyday joe can understand it go sir yeah I would say smash the busted, dusted 
chicken cutlet was serving uh, cheesecake realness while bringing the house down for the gods. Wow. Not that bad, was, huh? That was... That was- you know? That was good. For that, I would give you five Gs. Five Gs. I watch a lot of RuPaul in, the, you in my the day. You brought the house down with that. Exactly. You brought the house, and you get this from watching RuPaul, you say? Basically. That's your realness? Mm-hmm. Notice how I indeed employed some of the drag Ex- I like it. You're, you're, you know, one could say, Smash, that you're serving broadcast realness. Yes. Yeah. Very good point. And, you know, I ain't nobody talking like this. You know, on, on KMOX, you know, they're the voice of St. Louis and all that stuff. Yeah. They ain't voicing this. No, they're not. And they're uh, missing out. I, th- I tell you what, they're missing out. That's an audience that nobody understands, man. Exactly. Except right here, Cool Papa Smash. They call me the great understander. And you know, that's how Lady Gaga got big. She understood that community. Exactly right. She leaned into it. Now exactly. she's a superstar. At the same time, I do understand the working man. And that's why I play Rush. Right. See, because Working Man is one of their great songs. Exactly. So, got it covered from one end, to use the term, yeah. to the other. Okay? Indeed. So, bravo on that, man. So, I do what I can. In, in reality, I was giving you nothing new because you are familiar with the life of uh, those who dust. You know, it's part of my uh, part of my vocabulary, one could no say. No kidding. Yeah. My goodness. You wouldn't think that when you look I at it, would you? I'm know? looking at you. No, because yeah. you're wearing some kind of polar bear hat. Yeah. And uh, Glacier National Park. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I you're, you're an outdoorist. You're an enthusiast <laughs> yeah. for, for nature. And yet, at the same time, you're not afraid to walk the catwalk. Not afraid to walk Bravo it. to you, Walk sir. the catwalk of the edges of the Grand canyon all at once oh yes you would, mm. yeah all right so there you go hey anyone and everyone that was a magnificent display of how you use the english language to get over in a big way no matter what the culture may be and if there's one thing that this show is about this show is about the culture no matter what that culture might be it's raining man. I, I thought you were going to play the Alfred Hitchcock theme, and oh. you're playing It's Raining Men. You know, here we go. <laughs> That's the there one. it is. <laughs> That's the one. You know, I was still stuck in uh, drag mode, you yes, see. Yes, 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 yes. But Alfred Hitchcock I loved. Oh, same, same. He born on this date. Mm-hmm. The master of suspense, they say. Yes, that's what they call it. Listen to that, man. This is uh, Beethoven's Eighth, isn't it? Let's see. Yes, it is. Just say yes, it is. You're good, Smash. Thank you very much. You're very good. Yeah, yes. I knew it was the eighth, maybe the ninth, but I knew it was in that in that yeah. before the tenth. Before the tenth. Because Beethoven be. did a lot of stuff, man. I thought that was the eighth, right over there. 
Alfred Hitchcock, man, I used to love Alfred Hitchcock. You know what I loved? Alfred Hitchcock was the birds, man. Oh, yeah. The birds, man. That was like scary, but in weird, but it not, but it was. But right. Because you'd think, oh, birds ain't going to do nothing until they start until doing they stuff. Until they do stuff. Uh, my, see, my favorite Hitchcock film is Rear Window. Uh-huh. Love that I'm one. trying to remember who was in that, man. Um. Oh, Grace Kelly. Yeah, my she my was magnificent. all-time celebrity crush. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, huh? Went off and married the Prince of Morocco, and unfortunately died very young. But you have uh, nothing for Cardi B or anybody like that. You know, I'm more of a Grace Kelly person no myself. Kidding. Yeah, oh, yeah. A, uh, what's her name? Uh, Minaj, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Um, Kylie Jenner. She's pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kylie Jenner. I mean. She, she's, you know, she's 23, you know, man. She's richer than we will ever be. My, if I had to pick of someone in, you know, yeah. the, the current public zeitgeist, yeah. and I tell my wife this all the time. My, zeitgeist or zeitgeist? Zeitgeist, mm-hmm. I think. Just a minute, please. Madam Brainiac? We'll ask Madam Brainiac here over here. And I go right here. And uh, here we are. All right. Madam Brainiac, how do you pronounce zeitgeist? Okay, well, she's not pronouncing. You know why she's mad at me? She's a, Yeah, I think she's, she's sleeping. You know why? Because I didn't let her in on that last bit. That's probably it. Zeitgeist is what it says. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Zeitgeist, I always thought. Right. Zeitgeist, maybe, yeah. Who knows? Tomato, tomato, What's right? What's it mean? Uh, anyhow, I don't even know. You know, kind of working its way into public perception. So uh, part of the conversation. I don't believe you. Madam uh, Brainiac, what is Zeitgeist? What? Madam Brainiac, what is zeitgeist? Here's the definition of zeitgeist. The defining spirit or mood of a particular period of history as See? shown by the ideas and beliefs of the time. I don't believe her. All right. <laughs> there you go. So what I was going to say is yes, Meghan right. Markle, the, for, the princess, yeah. former prince. She's probably, uh, other than my wife, of course, um, <laughs> she's probably my my pick, you know. Your pick for what? Most beautiful woman. Megan Markle? Yeah. Of course. Well, you got one good eye. Or Kate Middleton. Middleton. Kate Middleton. I just have a thing for the Royals, you see. Not Megan Markle, man. She ruined the Royals. Oh, oh yeah. they were treating her poorly. That's why she ruined them. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, she's supposed to just take it like Diana? Well, yeah. Or- mm. They killed her. <laughs> she was running away from the paparazzi that's what i mean that's what they say exactly right huh megan markle yeah we went to the same school you know who did megan markle and myself we went to both went to northwestern you knew megan Markle. oh no 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 we just both went there Uh (laughs) yeah no what'd she do when she was there man i have no idea to be honest you mean the beautiful Northwestern campus had Meghan Markle on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I never took to her. And man. Stephen Colbert, uh, oh, Seth that. Myers. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, that's a great campus. And then they there, have me. School. They're like, wow, what a drop off. I know. Well, that was in, in its way. In yeah. its way. But uh, it's a beautiful campus nonetheless. All right. So <laughs> let me uh, run uh, some things that uh, happened on this particular day. By the way, in case uh, you're just picking in, all right, the new I don't know what it was called. Indoor soccer. It's not indoors. It's the soccer league. Yeah, the major league soccer team. Major MSL. Uh, Major soccer league. MLS. Yeah. Uh, Is now called the St. Louis City. St. Louis City. Not not the St. Louis region. Not the gateway. It's the St. Louis City. S-C. Soccer club. In a way, that is European. It's it's kind of cool in, in its way. 
I don't like it, though, but it's kind of cool. It, it'll get on you, you know? Right. Uh, but what do you say to the people who are mad that they didn't include the region in this? Ooh, well, you know. How is your demographic, man? You know, what I would say is people are very it's, – It's St. Louis is a really interesting city, right? Because in the public media, we have a – St. Louis sometimes has a negative – perception right yeah. that yeah. it's a dangerous city yeah. but what i found is that the people who live and love st louis really love st mm-hmm. louis they're very passionate about mm-hmm. their city so you know i think people kind of gravitate to that well here's one for you man you know who was born on his date in 1953 yeah 55 65 years old today danny bonaducci you remember him no i don't he was with the partridge family man ah. and he was on mtv he was big on mtv for a long while there well, so yeah. were you, though. I mean, let's be real. Yeah, not like Danny Bonaducci, man. Dan Fogelberg, I'm looking at here. If he'd have lived, he'd have been 69. Don Ho, are you familiar with Don Ho, the Hawaiian singer? No, I'm not. He would have been uh, like 90. Don Ho had all the songs, man. Pull up some Don Ho. Pull up Don Ho. All right. I think one of his songs was Tiny Bubbles, maybe. Don Ho was magnificent, man. We used to play Don Ho when we were like stoned out of our minds. We put on some Don Ho, daggone it. And then, you know, you hear the bubbles and you knew Don Ho. is either Don Ho or Lawrence Welk with the bubbles. You see what I'm saying? You were right. It's Don Ho. It is? All mm-hmm. right. Does he have a song called Tiny Bubbles? Oh, yeah. I'm about to play Can it right play now. It? I yeah, love that course. song, man. It reminds me so much of my life. My life has been nothing but a bunch of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. I love That's it. That's right. Exactly one. With Every once in a while, one. Here it comes. Let's hear it now. That's a smooth voice right there, man. Make me happy. Tiny Bubbles. Make me feel fine. I remember Tiny Bubbles. I almost married her. <laughs> Did you meet her in Vegas? Uh, just outside. Oh, okay. I didn't have the Vegas budget. Ah. All right. Here it comes. Time. Here we go. So here's to the golden moon. That's it. I love it. And here's to the silver sea. And mostly here's a toast to you and me. Come on, Don Ho. Come on, Don Ho. Tiny bubbles. Yeah, baby. Tiny bubbles. Nice. Man, I tell you what, Don Ho, bravo to you. Thanks for all the, the fun that Don Ho brought to that particular uh, generation right there. Don Ho. Man, there ain't, no, ain't been no big deal Hawaiian singer-songwriter no. since Don Ho. Right. I can't think of nobody. You, you know, the only other Hawaiian singer that I know of that was famous who ended up passing away was the guy who sang the Somewhere Over the Rainbow song on the ukulele. Remember? Oh, did he pass away? He, yeah, he died I of a heart attack. That. Yeah. Oh, well, he was really heavy, he, man. He, yeah, he was a big big boy. He was heavy. But you don't know who's going to die of a heart attack anymore. That's right. Because it don't matter what you... You can be a runner. For example, the first time I knew about it was Jim Ryan, I think was the guy's name. He was a runner. Right. He had beat the four-minute mile, uh, four mile. And one day, 
The guy's dead. Right. I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, they are touting how great his cardio. Yeah. His cardio, his aerobic was and everything, and boom, this dude is dead. My my wife was running a half marathon, the Lincoln half, in mm-hmm. Springfield, I think mm-hmm. two years ago now. And I witnessed yeah. a young gentleman, probably in his thirties, who had just finished, ran through the finish line, yeah. have a heart attack. He had lived but he went into cardiac arrest there no, or, or had a heart attack. Rather. Writhing on the ground? What? Laying on the ground, yeah, and medics surrounded him. Yeah. yeah. Did you do anything to help him? No. You, know, you just kept on running. I ran, wanted, I ran you away. You wanted, wanted a good time. Right. Uh, well, hopefully he's alive, you say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did a news article about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, looking. Lou Brock of the St. Louis Cardinals became the 14th player in Major League Baseball history to reach the 3,000th career hit plateau as his team, unfortunately, was uh, defeated. Oh, no, as his team did defeat Chicago Cubs 3-2 to two at that particular point in time. Come on in here, lads. Wonderful young men, these guys. I, I don't know why I invited them in, but why not? Why not? Exactly While we're here, right. I'll yeah. give a quick shout-out to my grandpa's birthday as well. You know, Oh, 75 years old 75 today. years old. What's yeah. his name? Fred Ritter. Fred. Oh, yeah. Fred Ritter. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, What's here we go. Man? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What do you wear there? ADA Jack? <laughs> Beautiful. I haven't seen you guys in a couple weeks, man. I was talking about you guys just a little bit, how you guys need to come on in here and listen to our uh, drag talk because there's a drag slang. And in that drag slang, I put auto through the test here to listen to the actuality of the drag slang and then put together drag slang sentences that I the straight and narrow could understand. <laughs> nice job, the young man. Right? Pretty good job, huh? I thought it was. Very, very nice. And uh, Mr. Honky, of course, putting up cameras to incriminate everybody. Uh, right. But uh, nevertheless, you catch it on film and you got everybody. Is it not even, it's not even film anymore, is it? Nope. You know what I love about Mr. Honky zero. right here? He's got these three cameras and they're all pointed to the back of that thing right there. So <laughs> right. they're going to be filming anything. Nope. <laughs> You'll be one of the great cinematographers right there. Thank you, Mr. Honky. <laughs> Honky Productions. I've got the back of that perfect thing. Yeah, it's very <laughs> experimental. Very, very nice. So what we're doing now is transitioning shows. What do we got here? Oh, that was good timing on that. We've got about five-ish minutes of airtime left for Beautiful. this show. D, how you doing over there? I'm doing good. Very, very nice young man. Can you talk about Don the Snake Perdome? You wow. said drag. No, not that. No, oh, okay. No. It's, a, it's a lifestyle drag. This is an actual talking, race car uh, He's guy. talking about okay. mine. <laughs> I remember oh. Don Perdome. That's yeah, we right. talk about Bubby and Sissies every once in a while. That's where everyone ends up when all the bars close. At Bubby and Sissies, it's called? <laughs> and they do drag shows. Oh, is that, really? is that the local drag hangout? There's there a drag go. hangout in the Alton area, in the Riverbend? A couple blocks that way. Yeah. Legendary. Legendary. Really? Uh-huh. And that happens at what time? Uh, it's usually late at yeah. night when you just realize it happens at 735 now we know who their audience is oh, okay. here we go yeah, very very well, nice. like yes sir like you were saying smash they need to get someone from there on riverbend talent that sounds that like a good guest good, to me man. yeah that would be good man absolutely yeah because I, I tell you i'm looking at you and i'm thinking man you could be really a young elizabeth taylor man <laughs> <laughs> would, 
The great pig man, man. I mean, that's you. I'm just glad you said young. The young Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at uh, Dee over there, and I'm thinking to myself, you'd be Elizabeth Taylor after she fell in love with Michael Jackson. Remember how bad that deal was, man. So, uh, anyways, kind of like you both covered there, but that's... Uh, my face a little. Yeah, well, nice. Wow. That's a, remember that Elizabeth Taylor perfume and everything she had? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys ever got to the sniff on that. But, uh, you know, we you could what, do... Uh, reenactment of the Wizard of Oz, I think you could be a good Judy Garland. Who? You. You know, I hadn't thought about that. You know? That, that is a very good point. Not a bad idea. If I could talk to the animals. Oh, different movie. Different movie, okay. yeah. Uh, I'd never thought about being like a 300-pound Judy Garland, but hey, why not? Why not? Exactly like uh, <laughs> I said, my cousin was one of the munchkins. He's a tall one. But, uh, he's only about 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, he, but uh, he was one of the munchkins they didn't let in the film. But nevertheless, he's a wonderful young man. And, of course, we were very proud of him, even though he had really no big acting career. But uh, I look at these two young men over here. They're getting ready to do the, the Riverbend Talent Show. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, why don't they interview themselves someday? That's you a know, good idea. You know, what I want to do <laughs> is challenge you guys. Let me come in and interview you guys, all right, okay. for your show someday, yeah. all right? Absolutely. I cannot stop looking at a young Elizabeth Taylor right there. <laughs> That's just me looking at Pigpen. I think it works. Yeah. I think it works. I interviewed Pigpen once. You did? On the show. Did he say anything? When he started. Uh-huh. Of course he said stuff. He never stops talking. Yeah. Well, that's one of the beauties of him, you know? Yeah. And especially when you are, for like me, at a loss of material, you got a guy like Pigpen who won't... That's my secret. Show. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> right, buddy. No problem whatsoever. Well, let me uh, ask you guys this. I'm just see how well you know the uh, the lifestyle of the drag. Okay. Uh, what does dusted mean, Elizabeth? It it means different things <laughs> to different people. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Quick I come sniff, from a different, yes. slightly different culture. I guess. Quick snort, and uh, there you go. Thank you, Elizabeth. <laughs> That's what are chicken cutlets? Uh, D. I imagine maybe you probably know it in the drag life. No, but be. I think that chicken word was in a Hillary email. Oh, right. I. Well, let me let's go to that angle here because let's close it up. All right. Uh, we got ten seconds each on on Kamala Harris. Go. What do you think of Kamala Harris? I think, given his situation, it's who he had to choose of his four choices. Who else was he going to pick? Uh-huh. So he there got go. dusted. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you say, sir? My favorite wrestler of all time. Oh yes, Kamala. Great Kamala. Yes. Yes. You're pronouncing it wrong. Harris. It's Kamala. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Kamala. I thought we were talking about him. Yeah. He died this week. Was it this week? Yeah, Same saw... day that she was nominated. No kidding. I saw that. I saw yeah, it trending Doug, on Twitter. Yeah. Doug right. Jenkins said he had died. I didn't know it was this week. Yep. Do you and believe you know in coincidence? In co- wow. <laughs> There's the moon and the stars, <laughs> man. A line there. Yeah. Lizzie? Uh, I would say this. I believe Biden brought Harris on so Trump would support them financially because Trump has always supported Harris financially. So That's a good point. Wow. Very, very nicely done. Well, that's the beauty of these young men right here, not only on top of the game musically and entertainmentally, but also knowing the politics of this United States and how it does indeed drive the dollars so that those dollars can put forth bands and nightclubs bands. You got a new nightclub that's opening up in uh, St. Louis, uh, the uh, conservatory. We will be talking to them this evening. They will be on our show this evening talking about it. So there you go. All right. I am G O H N gone. So gone, I was not even her. Smash, dig the smash, smash, smash. I'm digging the smash.
Well, that is it. You've been digging the smash. Smash Daily Style. For as long as you was able to tune in today. Performance time, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 o'clock, right here on WBGZ 107.1 FM. The Big Z. So until the next time, I am G-O-H-N gone. So gone, I was not even here. So have yourself a good one, no matter what that one happens to be.